It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies. It is Calgary International Film Festival time. We've got a couple of special episodes coming up. Uh, we're going to be going through a whole lot of movies. Shit ton. Yes, I'm here with the usual suspects. We got Jim to my right. Hey, hey. We got Murray to my left. Yo. And we're uh, ready to talk some sip. And we've got Bryce. Oh, yeah. I'm here, too. You're the third leg of this table. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew. All right, then. Let's rage on. Let's talk movies. (laughs) All right. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to try and jam through this as fast as any one person can do a jam. Jam that jam. So... Get ready for a whole bunch of films. And keeping in mind, everybody who's listening, that these films are not out in major release anywhere right now. They may have played a few previous festivals, but SIF, Calgary International Film Fest, uh, is playing them right now. So you will see some of these come out in major release because there's some very, very highly sought after films in this. So be prepared. So make some notes, grab a pen and paper, perhaps a peanut butter and apple or... Uh, a steak or some fried chicken. Oh. Sit down and get ready ju- to big juicy all beef hot dog. No. <laughs> like you get With extra flex. mustard and That's ketchup. Right. That's right. Exactly. Apparently, we're all hungry here. So uh, we're going to start with a movie called The Sound of Us, which we were able to stream. Mm. Yeah. So this doc covers a broad range of information in regards to music, the history, the importance of how it affects us. It is almost too much information i love the education and the music but found it quite unfocused it's good it's it's a little long in my opinion it was a meh it's pretentious a little bit of that too yes oh, a lot a lot the okay. entire documentary is very pretentious Alrighty it then. talks down to you it's it's too See, much I, i'm an i'm i have super intellect so I felt it was talking to me, but I could see why you might think it was talking down to you. No, it was talking down to you too, my friend. Um, all in all, it wasn't the worst, but yes. it was definitely meh. It was a low meh because okay. it was very full of itself, this documentary. It was a little bit full of itself. Yes. I thought it was long. I it actually made, felt it, it was made, too long. It made I felt some it was too long. comparisons between music and just the whole... <laughs> It was it was ridiculous. It was it made it it made it way bigger than it actually was. Yeah, it's like wow, music's gonna change the world, and it is. Let's be honest, but I at the know. same time, it's not solving COVID for us exactly. right now. Exactly. Apparently, the sound of us is a rousing ode to the healing power of music. Yeah, it was a little unfocused. It's a for pretentious that. ode to everything in general. There we go. But it's mad. It was mad. Yep. Uh, though we also streamed a movie called. Jonesen. Jonesen. It's an Alberta comedy gangster film filmed with incompetent henchmen, mistaken identity, and redneck, redneck hijinks. It's a great offering from a local Alberta filmmaker, but it's it's a meh. Yeah, it had some moments. There was some stuff going on with it where, you know, I chuckled a couple of times. Chortled, perhaps even. A couple of characters that were okay. Mm-hmm. And then it had just the most abrupt ending possible. I was like, what? what? Huh? Like, what? It's over? Did, did someone unplug the <laughs> camera? He just, he Everybody just dr- died. Just drove out of town and that's it? We're just, we're not, we're going to leave a bunch. Okay, done. It was meh. Yeah, it was meh. But you know what? It had some great 
Alberta scenery everywhere. It did. Any film shot in Alberta is worth seeing. Support our local filmmakers. Yep. Now, one I think we're going to disagree a little bit on. uh, A dot (laughs) Rifficial. I immortality. It's just artificial immortality. Just once again. But it's I dot. Yes, I Rifficial. So they can get the AI in there. Oh, right. Very Uh, clever. Yeah. They're being witty. Yeah. Except there's not that many I's in immortality. It's just one. They just I dot. Yeah, I dot I. I dot. Okay. That's AI. It's true. (laughs) What are you you even talking about? Jim didn't get the joke. There's too many dots and too many stuff. There's two dots Uh, and it's just AI. (laughs) But in this case, it's not artificial intelligence. It's artificial immortality. immortality. Transhumanist stuff, which I found super cool. This is a super interesting feels like sci-fi i love this doc i found it fascinating the entire film plus super creepy about the future of this technology it was a mondo for me i'm guessing bryce didn't it was boring there you go how boring was it uh boring enough to put me at sleep at least twice okay which you know that's saying something for Yeah, Bryce. for you, because usually he likes to he watch boring. some boring-ass films. Yes, and we're going to be talking about that a little later, so. <laughs> so no. what was it? What'd you give it? It was a low Mac. All right. It was so boring. You don't get me wrong. There were parts of it that were semi sort of in. There was a lot of content. It was a lot of content, it but was, it was interesting. It was, a lot of, was it? It was for me. I love this stuff. I love the fact I that. I thought they could have condensed this into a 15 minute short and I would have been very happy with it. Maybe. I wanted more. I, I liked her and I thought less. her journey was pretty cool. Was it? Yeah. It was oh, for me. There you go. So, yeah. If you like the future of AI, you will love this film like mm, I do. If you don't own a cell phone, then you might not like this because because <laughs> Bryce oh, does walk, not. Walking around, around, walk around, around phone. Oh. That's right. So Bryce didn't like this because I don't think he understood half of it. <laughs> He's not on the social He doesn't media. have any devices that give him any of that information. And I found it fascinating because it was like, I'm actually afraid of the future now. That's, But maybe that's where you've been your whole life. I've you always, always been, been afraid, afraid of the future. There we go. Okay, now when I'm positive that we're going to agree on 100%. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. A song called Hate. Ah, yes. Hatari. Politics of Palestine. Mm. As a state and using art as a weapon of understanding. I love politics of art. I also believe in everyone is entitled to their viewpoint. This was a very powerful message, but I did feel it needed more discussion and understanding of the true plight on both sides of this discussion, which we did not get, in my opinion. Uh, The film seemed a little one-sided at times, almost a little Michael Moorish, but every artist is entitled to their opinion and this is their opinion i love their true message of not letting hate prevail plus the music is motherfucking dope and i love the fact that we have bdsm with children going to school this film for me was a mondo just for the and the bdsm 
yeah. for children. It's not. So you're sending out the wrong man. It's that not BDSM for children. Well, they're all dressed in bondage, they wearing were leather, tight up. leather garb. Oh, for crying! Everybody it's should awful. have that. It's 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 allowing your child to be themselves. At any if rate, if they want to dress up in BDSM outfits, then let them do it. The film was very good. It was, uh, and it was actually a little unexpected. I actually didn't know how this was all going to turn out. I, I had a, well, as soon as about halfway through, I had a vague recollection of this, um, but I didn't really remember exactly how it all panned out. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was a real, real good watch. Um, yeah, it was Mondo. Did you, okay. So did you think it was maybe a little one-sided or do you think I was a little off on that? My thoughts points on that. Well, it's hard to be. It's hard not to be one-sided when you're showing this band. Yeah, yeah. You're showing their journey, so yeah. you're showing basically their point of view. So I got no problem with it in this case because yes. you know going in that they're focused on this band. They're not focused on the band. Yeah, and, yeah. To, and to your argument, you know, you would have liked to seen a little more. Uh, but it wasn't about anything but this band's journey. Yes. And so on and that level. Well, I was okay with exactly how everything was depicted. I mean, I, I ultimately b- did become okay with it just because, again, it is their viewpoint. Yeah. But one of the things this, that I thought as the, I was watching it, though, yeah. was they do show when they're in Palestine and they go to certain things. And they did actually talk. Like, they had an interview in there with uh, a Jewish artist. Yes. But then that was it. It was just like, okay, we talked to this guy and it was cool. And then I'm just moving on. So... I, but don't get me wrong. That, I get it. The Mondo's talk, already on the table. Everybody they talked to, the band also talked to. They didn't. They didn't show anybody that the band didn't interact with, did they? Oh well, I don't know. They were in there for a while, so they probably interact with a whole bunch of people. We don't know. Okay. <laughs> right. At any rate, it's worth watching. It's a Mondo. That's all I'm saying. But I want to see the extended cut where they have like seven hours more. Of, no. Yeah was enough maybe that's the director's cut we get sometime you're the director's cut i am we saw hit the road all of us did hamer uh that we did the iranian film yes i can't um i can't pronounce this jehoshaphat maybe i can jehoshaphat why did i have what's that I don't know. I don't know who, who's Jeho- Jehoshaphat. Director? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I put a note that said Jehoshaphat. <laughs> oh, great. I seem to think that was you in should, a cartoon once. You should maybe, you know, connect what your note is about <laughs> so that when you say something, I don't know. you can tell the people. I had a note that I I'm thought I should about. know when I said Jehoshaphat, but apparently I don't know. All right. I don't know. So tell us about the movie, Jim. Yeah. So the movie, um, the CLF in this could be so annoying and so adorable and hilarious all at the same time. All so that time. this this is one of those very rare instances where they have a kid that is is every CLF that you can imagine. You hate them, you love them. They're adorable. This kid is is a brilliant little actor if he's actually acting. If they just maybe let him do whatever he wanted and just recorded it, that's something different. But if this was his intent to do this, he was amazing. This film was funny, heartwarming, surprising, and such a pleasant, pleasant surprise because I I didn't know I would love... I mean, I I have a heart for a lot of Iranian films because I find they really do a good job of bringing the heart to a film, specifically around family. So it to me, I loved it. Um... I had no idea what was going to happen 
in this film as it started to progress. And that's another thing I really love. I found by the time we got to the end, we had some really good post discussion on this, just about the full message because they didn't, they didn't smack you in the face with the message, but it's no. so subtly delivered that you can pick up that the fact that this is an LBGTQ uh, focused film where the family, which is basically they're risking everything yep. to support their son. Yep. And that alone makes this film a mondo. Yep. I freaking loved it. Yeah. road. It's a, it's a road trip movie and it's so very, very good. Um, they, every character in it is so very, very good. I cared about everybody. Mm -hmm. There's nobody in this film that I, of, of the family that I did, you know, I cared about them all. I and, think the play of the dad oh, and the little boy was just so genuine and was, adorable. Complete, and that's the whole dynamic between everybody just felt very natural. Um, really worth checking out. This was also Mondo for me. Merman? Well, as usual, I tend to be confused about this kind of stuff. <laughs> I absolutely did not get the LGBTQ thing at all. That's okay. I honestly, well, since I guess I was wrong, I can say I thought he was gonna going away to be a terrorist or something mm. so obviously it was not was not right because i didn't get the other part and for a road movie they didn't spend a whole lot of time in the car they made a lot of stops they got they, a little they kid they, they got a little they, kid they, they always spent a lot of time just sitting by by the car in gas stations or wherever right they yep. didn't actually driving anywhere little kids gotta go pee yeah. all the time and they allowed him to, which was great. Yeah, no, he was, you know, delightful and annoying uh, all at once. Uh, I don't know, toward at the very end there, it doesn't really give away anything. Basically, he's like karaoke to some song. Which was awesome. He's like belting, he's like that dancing was, that, and singing. And that yeah. was such a cool ending. Outside the car, and I'm like, okay, he obviously knows the words of this song. And the kid's like, what, six? <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a Mondo, it was a man. It was okay. All right. But he wasn't. He was. He wasn't annoying though. You kind of had a little bit of love for that he little was annoying CLF, at right? Times, like I wanted to smack him a few times, but it's like <sighs> it's true. But he, then after you smacked him, you wanted to hug him because yeah, he's so adorable. Yeah, he has cute moments too. But but you know that's that's also too. The the parents talked about that. The fact that this kid is like so beyond what we can deal with, and it, but he, he had these moments where he was just like most adorable kid on the planet. So everything goes away. We saw We Are The Thousand. Yeah. The Foo Fighters doc, as as I like to call it. That's what it was. Not really, but sort of. Yeah. Uh, it's Foo cool. Fighters were in it. It's a cool and original homage to the Foo Fighters that stayed a cool trend from Italy. Was fun, but in my opinion, I think it could have been a short. I didn't think it needed to be a feature. Um I think the first half of the film where they showed, showed them bringing together, I really, really enjoyed that. And then I kind of just wish it ended there. And then it would have been a Mondo for me. But because they kept going, it became a meh. But I did have a favorite line. Excellent. No time for musical masturbation, mm -hmm. which to me is always wrong. There's always time for any kind of masturbation. Just set some time. It's a small amount of time you got to set aside. Yeah, I agree for the most part until you went off on the end there. I don't know what you were talking about. But at well, any you rate, disagree or agree with there's always time for masturbation, be it musical or not? Sure. 
See? First half of the movie was Mondo. Second half of the movie was meh, which makes it meh. Um, I agree that if they just would have stopped at the point where they kind of got in touch with Dave Grohl and uh, that all came together, they could have just ended it there and I would have been very, very happy. But then they went on and on about the project they did afterwards and it just... Yeah, there, there wasn't enough content to fill, the, fill a feature length here. Um, having said that, I really, really enjoyed the first half. I didn't hate the second half. Yeah, it exactly. Just, it was just man. It, and I I didn't actually look at my watch, which is a sign that I didn't really hate it. It yeah. was just like, okay, I'm kind of done. But yeah. and I, 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 I kind of love music no matter where it comes from. Because so. I, I love the whole, fr- when they got all the musicians together mm-hmm. and they were showing how they were, you know, getting them in sync and everything and showing the drummers doing their thing. And it was great. Really, really good stuff. Loved it. And then it just kind of... And the video on YouTube. So whoever doesn't hasn't checked it out. Um, I forget what. I think it's just called the Thousand Band or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, if you search a Thousand Band Foo Fighters, you'll come up. Yeah, it's got something like a billion views. So it's like, you know, they could probably use another one because I think the sponsors will probably give them just a little bit more money. And it's a nonprofit organization. So uh, go watch it. Cool. The Electrical Life of Lewis Wayne. Bandersnatch Cumberbund movie. Yes, Super Buns is in it. Uh, great makeup, costume, art, and acting by Benny and Friends. There was moments of greatness in this film that had me chuckling and chortling uh, at times through a lot of the film, but the direction, consistency, and pacing for me, as well as sometimes it was quirky and other times not. I found it a little up and down and inconsistent for my liking. I felt it was trying at times too hard to be something it wasn't. I liked a lot of this film a lot of the time. I liked this movie. I did not love this movie. It was a high meh. Favorite line? Catholic, which who knew that was a phrase, but now I'm going to use it all the time. Mm. Yeah, it was uh, it was a little uneven. It was um it was okay. <laughs> Did you find, okay, so we had chats about this afterwards with people, and some people were really emotionally affected by this film, and I got out of it. Two people we know that were both like- In tears. Yeah. It's like, huh? And I'm like, I felt nothing for anybody. I did not go there, so I'm not sure exactly what the, but I guess if you make a connection, you make a connection. If you're like, if you're a cat person, maybe? I don't know. Because the guy drew cats, like that was his thing. Yeah. But it was a very enjoyable movie. Yeah. He's all, you know what? He's always great. And I know we've talked about him in the past. I know Murr was a big fan of uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, right? Uh, I I still think we should try and put him on Mesmerizing. Mm. You're not going to go there? Mm. Didn't you find him mesmerizing through this movie? Even though the movie was only meh? Yeah. He's fine. That's a sad day for Pertle Benny. he's, He's a good actor. He's awesome. Yeah, he's good. I mean, he held his own with Tilda Swinton in that movie where he's a superhero dude. You know that one? Doctor Strange. Captain Strange or whatever it is. <laughs> Captain Strange Fantastic. Captain Strange Love? <laughs> you Captain Fantastic and the Strange Loves. <sighs> so that's saying something. If he held his own against her. Did he? Yeah. Don't think so. You think that she just... Other than blowing him out of the water I with her she, magical skills, I think she, she also blew him out of the water with her 
ability Absol- to be more mesmerizing? Absolutely. Absolutely. You, she shares the screen with him. I'm not looking at him. I thought he was pretty good. Wait, who are you looking at, Mur? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> did you actually see this movie? Yes, I did. Nice. Um, I meant to see it with you guys, but then I got a chance to see it early. Wah, wah. Uh, well, I missed like the first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes, but I feel that I saw enough of it to actually, you know. Give a good, the last 10 minutes and the first yeah, 10 minutes weren't I mean, the best parts anyway. First of all, I am like one of the world's biggest, like, cummer bitches, as they say. Yeah, baby. I'm a huge fan of him. All the way back from his Is he your hall pass, by the way? No. Oh, well, okay. maybe. I don't know. Nice. Um, well, if you're going to be gay for one night, it might for Murray, but, it might just be well, him. Well, you know, for me, it's all, all about Hemsworth. But Yes, that's and, true. You can only uh, have one hall no, pass. This, this was not his best work. Uh, first of all, cats. Yeah. And painting. Yeah. Two of my least favorite things. That's true. We did know that about Murray. If he I did had not known love Bob that that's Ross. what this movie was about, I wouldn't have bothered. <laughs> You wouldn't have got the tickets. I didn't have no idea who this Louis Wayne was. I just saw I had Benedict Cumberbatch in it. I'm like, okay, awesome. I want to see it. And I'm like, yeah, the first half of the movie, I was okay. When he was like, whatever he was doing, was he a school teacher? falling in love whatever with his, his true no, love. Whatever his job was before. Oh, yeah, he was just doing gra- cartoons and stuff. He was. And then he switched to, switched to just cats. He's kind. Then he did a lot of stuff. Sus- but he didn't draw like people though. But apparently the character was an idiot. In real well, life? Yeah, like apparently he. Uh, well, he had mental health issues. Obviously. Well, I don't know. Maybe that was it because he didn't had no money since he it was broke his entire life despite being a best selling. You know. Well, he didn't, yeah, didn't copyright anything. Didn't get the right papers signed. Well, yeah, because yeah. he was an idiot. He should have had a lawyer or something. Well, but think anyway. about poor George Romero. Was he he could same? have been the well, yeah, Night of Living Dead, the biggest. He has never raised any of that stuff. He did. Well, he does everything after that, but that was his biggest movie. Oh. Anyway, yeah, no, it was probably the most mild, timid, and like meek version of Benedict Cumberbatch I've ever seen. Like this character was like shows range though, doesn't un- it? Unlike anything else he's done, yeah, which is good. Usually, like you say, he's mesmerizing. He's larger than life. Star Trek into, into Darkness, he was, you know, he was commanding. He was. Even the TV show you guys don't watch. That one Sherlock too. was freaking awesome. He was he was the character. But this one, it's like, eh. Maybe he was the character. Was, That's what makes just, him such yeah. a good actor. And yeah, the whole cat thing, I just, yeah. I. So Cats is causing you to give this a? Uh, oh, definitely a meh. I wouldn't All have been right. a Mondo, but it's like, I still enjoy him. But I'm looking forward to his next movie, which is coming up on Sunday. Which is what? Power of the Dog, which apparently is one of his best movies. All right. Mm. Anyway, but yeah, this dogs and cats. What is happening? The the next one's a western with dogs. So he does a cat movie, then he does a dog movie. What's next? Gerbling movie? Well, I believe he's doing another Doctor Strange movie. I could be wrong. I'm just guessing. That's another. Oh, actually, no, you're I, not guessing. I believe he's. It in is, next, I believe he's in the new Spider-Man movie. You're trying to be funny, but the problem is that you're not funny. It's funny. No. He might do one with gerbils. It's it's not funny. Maybe. He could do a movie with gerbils. I would see that. There you go. Uh-huh. He's on a wheel. Anyways, are you done? Was there anything else? That was, all was a bunch of meh. That was all I had. Yeah, great. Do are we, we going a- on to another movie, or are we done? I don't know. Sure, let's talk about another movie. Okay, go, go ahead. ahead. We oh, had uh, the Rob Jabaz day. That's right, oh, we, yeah, did. we, we did. We ended it with Rob Jabaz. And we got up in the morning and continued with more Rob Jabaz. That's right. We saw The Sadness. 
literally a blood orgy that had the best things of zombie and rage infected movies done turned to an 11 this film was disgusting vile and fucking insane and the happiest horror film that is mondo for me i love this movie i loved uh the message he made that wasn't necessarily intended but at the same time it was uh it was a really fun i'm gonna say rage film which kind of fits into my mentality so it's a mondo yeah it was me all right well this was uh this is a bananas movie that's for sure uh as people know i'm not the hugest horror movie fan you are not and i find 99.9 percent of north american films uh, horror movies aren't scary i don't find them scary mm-hmm. i don't jump i don't like everything's predictable yep and this thing was like yeah as they say balls to the wall insanity uh i especially love the I guess they call the character the businessman. Yeah. He, I, he was. He knew how to take care of yeah, business. He, just, he wouldn't die. He just kept coming back. It's like he was the main villain. He was the Terminator. He was <laughs> awesome. He, like, he, doesn't matter how far they ran away from him, he found them. And he, right. and he got his way with them in the end anyway. It's yeah. like, he was awesome. This, this movie was just one scene after the other that was very loosely connected, really. Yeah, oh, well, was awesome. he, he didn't, he, he told us was, he did not make this movie for really the plot. He wanted to make wanted this. Lots of, lots of blood. I know. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's, 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 let's shoot effects. something cool and let, then let's yeah. shoot something else cool. That's and right. Try to tie it together with with rage it's like well, it's it, like a movie that was made for me i the, loved it the best part about this was it wasn't just zombies no i, I know how much you they're love smart it's the to evolution me, to me most zombie films it's like zombies are just mindless creatures yes uh, and if you've seen uh, 28 days later it's, they're not zombies they're if, humans yes that have absolutely zero control like yeah no, it like goes to that they, they, pituitary gland in their exactly, brains just, and just lost all sense of self all control yeah they go you know, for whatever they want, basically. berserk, which is usually blood and 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 sex, and apparently eating. Like and there eating, was times yeah. that they would eat, and so, times they wouldn't. In the Q and A, he was even like, "I don't even know how the you know virus got transmitted between people." It's like, isn't that kind of important? It. No, it's yeah. not. You've asked George Romero; he said he doesn't have an idea. It's just a, what happened. That's not the story. They're not telling the origin story of yeah, the virus. No, they're telling. To, they're telling the story deep. of two people that. We're in love that yeah. ended up both not. And, and yeah, this, is this that what it was? In, yes. And yeah, uh, this movie was. And in, now it's the sadness because they're not together. Yeah, it was in, they had true love and now it's gone. Uh, yeah, the movie was in like what? Taiwanese? Is that the. Yeah, language? it's in Taiwan and Taipei. But you know what? Take away the subtitles. You can still understand the movie. Yeah, you, you don't didn't need, need to. You don't need any subtitles. Like the first time I, I, I saw a Train to Busan, I saw it without subtitles. Yeah. There were no subtitles because it was airing on a foreign language station. They didn't put subtitles on it. And I understood the plot of the movie. I didn't need to. I enjoyed the hell out of it. The acting Just in that the Train to Busan alone, alone could tell so you yeah, by the I, eyes. I, well done. This is this is a, a major mondo. For so me. two mondos and a meh. Yep. And a love for our boy, Rob Jabal. It's a good time talking to him. He's a great, great guy. All right. We saw a bunch of shorts, but I didn't see the whole package, so I can't really comment. Midnight Ravers shorts package 
Oh, yeah. I only saw the first half of that. <laughs> yeah, I did, too. So there's a bunch of shorts we saw, and um, it wasn't a bad little package. It was like the late night versions. So mm. check it out. If you're still if you're listening to us and there's still time to get this rest of this package, then see it. But we saw Flea. Flea. Which is an animation doc. Yes. A very emotional left and enlightening. It left me a wreck. I was literally crying for like 45 minutes solid after this film. A very emotional and enlightening film of one man's journey out of Afghanistan and coming to grips with his homosexuality. This doc was sad, joyful. It literally made me cry for 45 minutes straight and allows the audience to feel what the Afghani people have gone through all the while showing how important family is. There was so much emotional connection to every character that was created for this animated film that um, of all the films I've seen probably in the last year, this I tied so emotionally to this film. This mil- film was motherfucking Mondo. I loved every single thing about it. And it just proves that Riz Ahmed, if his name is on a project, you have to see it. Yeah, he was the executive producer. Exactly. Like, you know, it's kind of like, like, is he now? From? Is he now a film god? Like, is Riz Ahmed a film god now? Maybe he is. I think he might be. I might just add him to my list of prayers at the end of night. Yes, Riz Ahmed, I thank you for being in film, no matter what it is. <laughs> that was. It's like, wow, Riz Ahmed, executive <laughs> producer. He's popping where'd up that, everywhere. Where'd that come from? It's such a, you know, like. <sighs> But yeah, really, really good movie. Uh, quite the emotional roller coaster as a tour. Um, there, there are parts of this where you, you, you know, it is. It's basically a documentary. Yeah, it is a documentary, yeah. but animated, and it takes you and play down roads where you think you know where you're going to end up, and you end up somewhere completely different. And yeah, it was a really, really heavy movie. Um, and it was a really, really well-told story. Um, they they couldn't have done it any better. I no, don't think. no, and and it, it, you know what? It this, was Mondo. It could have still like they could have made this into a dramatic film. They could have, yeah. but I, you know what? I think I liked about it. I didn't. I should have done a bit more research than this. But I have a feeling the person who was actually being interviewed was that person. Oh yeah, right. So it's so much more when it's the voice of the person that's actually telling the story through that journey. And the only way you can do that is through an, through animation. So you know how I often judge a film, especially animated films. I'm like, why the fuck did they make this an animated film? It makes no sense. This film couldn't have been told any other way. And I'm so glad they made it. Riz Ahmed, you're, you're a God. Thank you. Catch the fair one. Well, you didn't see flea, right? Okay. Catch the fair one. Uh, Indigenous lady who kicks ass and punches dicks. Great film about washed up pro boxer who tries to find her missing sister. Uh, maybe it's half sister. Yeah. Great suspense and intrigue with uh, Callie Reese. I think did, I think that's the pronunciation. Did an awesome job. A few minor problems, but the film was exciting, and I loved this focus on these missing Indigenous women. She gets bloody satisfaction as do we, as we see this film. It was almost a Mondo for me. I really, really enjoyed it, but I did have a few problems with some of the story pieces. It was a very high math for me. I did really like it though. I think a lot of people should see this because it's a very powerful story. 
uh, for Canadians and, uh, and Americans dealing with uh, what's gone on with missing Indigenous women. So yeah, yeah, no, it was uh, it was very well done. It uh, it kind of touched on all the points that it needed to touch on. It did have some ah uh, some sort of shots and scenes that were like eh, did that really need to be in there but at the end of the day it's it was a it was a good movie it wasn't a great movie mm-hmm. but it had a it had a lot of good things to say or not even good things to say but things that needed to be said yeah it's sometimes hard to watch these those films yeah. and uh yeah it was it was mad though at the end of the day but it's it's worth checking out yeah i'd still i'd still recommend people see it for sure now perhaps Perhaps my favorite film so far of the festival, um, Titan. Oh, Titan! Yes. This film is a masterpiece of modern cinema. Um, it's in line, or maybe has a bit of historic influences from Cronenberg's Crash meets Eileen Wuros meets Christine meets I don't know what the fuck. All that being said, it was nothing like those films at all. No. It was just, it was original as fuck. Yeah. Like all great French films, it has enough nudity or sexual tension, homoerotic pleasures for everyone who wants to see this. You choose. It doesn't matter. Thank you, France, for just making all the joy when it comes to nudity. I love you so much. Yeah. Um, this often had like an... Was very awkward at times and very creepy. Our main character transforms through this film... Uh, very much as this film progresses and it's it's a journey that as you go on you i had no clue what was gonna happen and um you were a little you were more aware of of some of the things that was happening but after when we had the chat after the, we saw this film i was like oh yeah that all makes complete sense <laughs> but, but to me it kind of it wasn't necessarily me while it really mattered it was kind of cool it was like a woody allen moment as i say because you know sometimes woody allen will put something in there it's like oh wow that's now you've got uh you know something magical happened that you didn't expect to happen but um this was filled with sexual tension in every layer like it was a very sexualized film uh by an amazing filmmaker who we've seen her work before yeah um it's a very slow grind um and it's got a fantastic ending and worth the wait so this film there's parts where it starts to dry out a little bit but not necessarily dry to the point where you're going like i don't want to know what's happening it's just it does slow down to a slower pace which allows you to catch up with your thoughts and feelings about what's happening in it um i had me squirming in my seat pretty much most of the way through this film i absolutely loved every single frame of this film it was visually brilliant it was a mondo yeah yeah titane was uh, exactly like nothing that you've ever seen before <laughs> yeah but um, it felt influenced i did still feel, feel some influences. There's, there's definitely some influences i mean you, it's, it's tough not to you know pick out a few um you know cronenberg of course comes to mind immediately yeah. and but um it was it's it was its own thing um I really, really love this film. Uh, the performances were great. The pacing, as you say, it, it, it would get ramped up a little bit and then would come right back down. And then it would be, you know, a bit, bit of a slow burn for a little bit and then would ramp up a little and then it come back down. And it, it did. It gave you, gave you a chance to breathe in between. Um, the actress in it, I'm sorry, I don't know her name. Keep um, talking. But she was absolutely tremendous. 
Um, this was one of the best movies of the festival so far. Um, and like nothing you've ever seen before, it is such a mondo. I absolutely adored Titan. Or, and or, her name is? I want to say here. I'll pa- show it to you. Yes, I think so. A gath Russell. Yeah, yeah, Gathe maybe. Anyway. Which is weird because again, we don't even have a picture of her on IMDb. So I I often feel that the rest of the world other than North America doesn't really care as much for IMDb as we do. It's like we've seen a lot of directors that aren't from North America. We've even talked to them and they're like, Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Whatever. If you need information about it, too bad for you. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe they have places that we don't know about. I don't know. Well, I do want to add for those of you like me who didn't get a chance to see this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie actually opens uh, on Friday. Oh, really? A uh, limited uh, theater. Release? So not, okay. not nationwide, but I mean local cinemas like our local in Eau Claire. It's open. Oh, okay. Friday. There you go. So that's so a good point, I will Mer. probably see it next week once the festival is over. Yeah. And you know what? You should definitely make sure that it maybe is playing because we've had some limit, well, no, limited I, I, showings where it isn't playing past the weekend. Well, no, I, I checked. It said Eau Claire. Oh, no, no, no. But is it playing into next week? Because oh, yeah, remember yeah. when we saw right, Anna and the right. Apocalypse? It was a one night only one event. Night only, yeah, right? So that's a good point. I don't see why it check. wouldn't. Uh, this movie actually also won uh, the Palme d'Or at Cannes. So I mean, oh, okay. that pretty much figures why everyone wanted to see it. Wee oui, wee, oui, mon frere. Anyway. Mm. One second. One second. Yeah. You want to talk about one second? Because I think you like this one a little bit more than I like this one. No, I'll talk about it. So this, to me, was a throwback to the 50s and 60s films from Chinese propaganda films. I found it a little boring and not my cup of tea, as Bryce says. says. Uh, I don't even like tea. I don't know what we're... What, it's, what it has everything about. to do with the price of tea in China, Bryce. This is a Chinese film. Uh, I found... I, say that. I, I did not necessarily like any of the characters i didn't necessarily like a lot of the message i love the cinematography i thought it was fantastic i think it did a really good job doing what i think it maybe was intending to do which was give us a real snapshot of 50s maybe 50s 60s 40s 30s i don't even know which era it's got to be older because the film was really old but maybe they just didn't have that level of film but yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit of a... Maybe it's an anti-Chinese propaganda film. Maybe it's a pro-Chinese um, propaganda film, but it's I just, didn't love it's it. It's just a film about family, Jim. I didn't catch the family, really. It was... Yeah, I and didn't, the, I didn't and love family, it. It was a man. And family doesn't necessarily mean blood. That's true. That is true. We've seen that. Yes. My brother. <laughs> uh, this was a very, very good film. Um, the, the girl in it, um, she was tremendous. Yes, I would agree with you. The dynamic between the girl and the, and the soldier, um, was, was really good as well. It was very, very well written. I, I, 
I there wasn't a whole lot wrong with it. Um, the more that I thought about it after, I, I thought originally, yeah, it was meh. But that movie actually stayed with me quite a bit. And it's one of the, probably one of, we've seen a lot of movies and the fact that anything's staying with me at this point. It's true. Kind of proves that it was probably a little better than what I initially thought. Because just looking back on it, there were such good performances in it. Everybody in it was was great. Um, I really liked the pacing. I ended up, at one point, I thought, oh, I thought the ending was going to be terrible, but it actually... Yeah, they, they, the ending they, saved they, they, it a little they bit. They kind of set it up to be terrible. It could have been a raid. It could have been, but the ending ended up being very good as well. Um, I'm going to give this a Mondo. All right, then. I am not. I'm giving it a mess still. There's nothing you said that convinced me otherwise. I looked at my watch 10 times. I so did that's not look sign. at my watch even once. Do you even carry a watch? Uh, I, I, I've I, always got my watch Just on. freckles. He's got freckles, people. He's got no watch. It's just checking it's the time freckle, here, Jim. It's freckle past four right he now. He just tells the time by the sun. That's right. This music is cool. It's the Sith music. It's putting me to sleep. So, Whatever. So groovy. I love it. Um, I think this was an Iranian film, too. We saw Ballad of a White Cow. Ballad of a White Cow. Uh, yes, it was an Iranian film. What a surprise. <laughs> I don't even think I have to watch Iranian films anymore. If it's from Iran, it's a Mondo. Uh, this was an eye-opening female-directed Iranian film. Really opens your eyes as to how women are perceived in society there. They can be doctors, but can't rent an apartment. The film was somewhat transparent as you watched it about what was going to happen, but the development of the characters in this film is what kept me so engaged in this, which I find Iranian films do a really good job of character development. Um, especially this this female director, I want to see more from her, uh, had a really good viewpoint from this woman's perspective as she went through her journey. Uh, plus the ending to me was awesome. Uh, cheers with a very warm glass of milk. This was a Mondo for me. I love this film. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> the, the, once again, um, well acted, well written. You, you had a problem. Everything what, was. Well, you had a problem when we watched this. Yeah. Because you thought it was convenient how they connected him to her uh, after the fact. We don't want to spoil it because there's, yeah, there's there's some pretty there, big spoilers that happened. But you knew at, they were there's coming. There's a scene at the end that didn't make sense that someone reveals something at at a point when you would think that that would have been revealed and maybe even used against them before everything is going to cave in for that person. You'd think that they would use that ammunition before. I don't buy me and Jim talked about it. He's got some stupid explanation that makes it's no sense. It's an intelligent because the director obviously it's, had the same it vision is as me. Absolutely nonsensical. And that's what kind of sunk it for me. Th thanks for it. I was trying to remember why. I never remember it exactly I I because I love this movie why I didn't so like much. I this movie as much that I didn't write it down. But that is why. 
because of that ending. It, it yeah. was just, there was something that happened. And I was, was perfectly fine. Way too convenient. But we knew that was coming. So you, this was it, not a surprise. But the timing when it of happens, it made no sense. It did for me. It absolutely did not. So it well, was when, when you, It's definitely worth seeing this film. Um, a, because it's an Iranian film. So you know it's going to have a lot of goodness. And then you can tell us who's right or who's wrong. Yes. Sorry, who's wrong and who's Jim? That's not and another true. polarizing film that we got to see together was a movie called Mass. Mass. And I'm going to let Bryce talk about this one first because... No, you go ahead. No, no, no I don't... You, you I, start. I, I, I really don't really want to talk much about this then film. Then don't, but say what you got to say. Okay, so as painful as a Sunday afternoon Mass attendance for two hours where the dialogue and acting seemed disingenuous and had a Lord of the Rings ending that never ended. It had one monologue after one monologue after one monologue where I felt that not one of the people saying their lines, except for one specific monologue, which was near the end of the film that actually felt real to me. Everything else felt like actors playing a role, saying their lines. I did not feel that these were the characters that were doing it. And by the time it got 20 minutes into it, I was like, I do not feel these actors are the, are anything but the actors just reading lines. It could have just been them sitting around a table reading it. I did not feel the emotion from the actors. I did not feel the emotion from the dialogue. Yeah, this movie was a rage for me. I absolutely hated every single thing about it. I thought it was awful. All right. I, I really like Martha Plimpton. I like Martha Plimpton. Plimpton. I can't say her name, but I really like her. And I, I would give you I that of the Martha four Plimpton. of them, she was definitely the best. Hey, she was married to Keanu Reeves in Parenthood. Okay. Nice. So, um, Mass. It was... Basically, it came off as something that probably might have even been better as a stage play. Yes. I think there might have been more of a connection if it was a, a live performance with an audience as opposed to, to putting it on film. Um, but the actors were all very good in this. Uh, the dialogue, I will say that they were trying to cram a lot of stuff in to get a, a response out of you. And it worked for me. And I can understand how for some it, it wouldn't. Um, but it, it did work for me it, just because I have the opposite opinion that I believe that everybody in it was very good in it. Um, all the performances were, 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 uh, were really quite, quite good. Um, but Martha Plimpton is just so good and her speech towards the end was enough by itself to make this mondo now having said that the whole the whole deal through um i enjoyed the the ups and downs of the, of the whole thing and it, it was uh it was a really really well i don't want to even call it a well-written movie because there, there are things that i would have perhaps changed but at the end of the day i came out of it feeling something which obviously you didn't um and i because of that i would say this was mondo okay well you know what it uh, 
we've we've had this happen to us both of us many times well, where you, you, connect you cannot you cannot so yeah and i i guess too that um i guess i've just seen way too many documentaries about school shootings and so i'm kind of taking what i've seen from school shootings mm -hmm. and actually interviewing real people and transposing that into this acting world and i think that's where i didn't feel the emotion so to me that's why i just watch way too many uh true crime I, and it's just well, i couldn't i yeah, didn't see feel I, it. and i did feel the emotion i felt that and i felt the the you know the shooter's parents i felt how they were struggling with they they really wanted to tell these people something that would make it okay that would make it them feel better but there's nothing that could be said and it was that was the whole point of the movie no matter what gets said here nothing's going to make anything okay and i just thought that you know based on that that this this really worked and there was you know without giving too much away there's some forgiveness that happens and when that happened i i felt and that was part of you know the the big speech but uh yeah I might have ended it a little earlier too. There was no reason for a couple of things to happen at the end, but at the end of the day, it still made me feel something. It was Mondo. Just like every mass I've ever attended. Mm. I wish they were always over earlier. There you go. We saw a South African horror film. Lunguam. Yeah, thank you for pronouncing that, by the way. Did you see that one, Mer? That sounded like one you probably would have had on your list. Uh, I believe I was working that night. You're always working. I was. Poor Mer. Um, South African horror ending was was good, uh, but I gotta admit I was a little lost through this film, and it could have been maybe because I fell asleep for a few minutes. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe I'm not sure I did fall asleep, or maybe that was just the story that was being told. Um, although the suspense was interesting, uh, the main character uh, wasn't that likable, and so. I had real troubles with that because I'm I like, I don't know why you need her to be likable. Well, I'm, I'm confused I, by that. Well, because Who I would imagine you're trying to be likeable. tied to somebody. I mean, the ground, the her mother was cool, her kid was okay, so why but I don't you understand just, why her why story you, why was. Why are you focused on that she was? Unlikable? I don't know. She was just unlikable. So it was kind of like Who I kept, cares? I kept thinking all the time, like I'm kind of like, um, go get a job. Like you're sitting there doing nothing all day. You're not even helping your mom do anything around the house, just walking around complaining Great. and She's saying, she, saying you're being ghosted. This is you're supposed to have. I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> no, I'm just, I was just, I couldn't get past her and everything around her because I didn't really like her. I liked her characters around her. I get it. It's probably, it wasn't supposed to, but it impacted my likability. And it just, I found it fairly slow um, moving. And I don't know, the story was okay. And, and, uh, I like that sort of supernatural feel that the film had, but it was just a meh. I didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I fell asleep. I just think that the parts were not that yeah, interesting. I mean, honestly, I was, if I'm going to guess that 90% of the people who are going to watch this are going to be the same as me. And I was a little lost through a lot of this. Good. Okay. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't wrong. I was also lost. <laughs> and I think that's Okay. <laughs> Um, it, it kept, there was enough happening that I was, I was intrigued. And the fact that I was trying to figure out what the heck was really going on 
and you know how did this connect to that and what is why did they why did this scene take place and what is with that shot of the sink and you know it's (laughs) there was a lot of randomness i was thinking a lot in this and i don't know by the time i got to the end i didn't get to complete any of those thoughts because as soon as as i was trying to figure something out Something else would happen. I was like, well, why did that happen? (laughs) Okay, good. It wasn't just me then. But that was kind of the pleasure of watching this. Okay, how much pleasure did did you get watching this? Not enough to give it a mondo, but it was was a meh. I I enjoyed a lot of it. I actually, I enjoyed the the, the lead actress in this. The fact that she was so unlikable did not... Well, I thought she did a great job. She did a great job. She was a great actress, but... Yeah, but yeah, no. It, she it was, was annoying to watch. It was man. I was, I, and I'm not ashamed to say that I was a little confused throughout. <laughs> okay, good. So I am also confused at the best of times, and that made me more confused. There you go. Um, all my friends hate me. Mer, did you see this one? Uh, no. But you, you, this is this movie is one that's made for Murray. This I, is a I Murray think movie. Like, yeah, I think you. This like is this a Murray one. movie. So if you get a chance to see this, Mur. I'm fairly certain that is the one I wanted to see, which is only available <sighs> in theater, and I'm working for both screenings. So. Which is the absolute opposite of all of Murray's friends. They all love him. So, this is what um, Brenda, the lead programmer, called a social horror, and I think that's a really good summation for this yeah. uh, film. Had a weird off-putting kind of awkwardness through the entire film, which kind of kept you on your toes. Uh, but I kind of felt like it wasn't funny enough or awkward enough or um, enough of anything enough. So it was a meh. Yeah, I pretty much echo those sentiments. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's, it was... So I, I shouldn't see it. Did no, I, no, did you, I you should see this. Did I laugh? Yes. There was there was definitely some chuckles in it. There were there were some scenes that maybe dragged a little. Um, performances were fine. It, everything was fine. It, it 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 seemed like a really good premise. It should have been better. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's meh. Yeah. Well, the reason I thought it's a humor is because it's a British comedy horror adventure. Comedy horror adventure. There's a small possibility you may have actually seen this. What? Like as in when you did a screening? Yeah, it sounds familiar. Okay, well, you do some digging and then come back. Yeah, we'll finish I, off with Murray. I watched 120 all my films. Friends. I yes, exactly. How can you? That's awful. Uh, ultrasound. Ultra low budget sci-fi hypnosis with layers of decent uh, and... Influences based on a graphic novel, apparently. Had some great ideas. I liked the concepts and what they were trying to do, but the production values were weak and the acting was not the best. But I overall didn't mind it. I thought it was pretty okay. I don't want to say pretty good. I want to say pretty okay. It was meh. Yeah, I liked it. All right. How much did you like it? It was meh. (laughs) All right. (laughs) It was loud. It was pretty loud. The mix, the, yeah, that, the mix that's part little, of the that's part of the production values. You yeah. can't have everybody's not kind of talking yeah, like this. No, it's not really loud music. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't like that. Like, just we we streamed it here, and I was pretty sure a neighbor was going to come knocking on my door, going, "What are you guys doing in there? What are you watching?" Yep. But uh, yeah, it was good though. I liked it. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was pretty okay. Yeah, I liked it. It was man. It was quirky. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, here's another here's another polarizing film, which Murr got to see, I think, maybe 15 minutes of, and then he was lucky enough to leave. Why this did, is, you, did you leave? Minutes. What? Uh, yeah, I left. Uh, it actually had very little to do with the movie itself, although that wasn't helping. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was a jerk behind me who had popcorn and nachos and a large soft drink and candy. And he was making as much noise as humanly possible. So I couldn't concentrate on the actual film, which had no sound for the first 10 minutes. So it's like you could hear a pin drop in that theater. And it's like that really, that just took me I didn't even movie. notice him. So oh, I, cause I he guess was, I was far enough away. Oh, he was right behind me. Yeah. Like was, he was basically chewing in Murray's ear. Like, there's a reason why I like to sit where I want to sit in a theater and not have a signed seating because then I had no choice of where to move because this movie was sold out. Yeah. So I couldn't move anywhere else. No. So I just, I just left. So the movie we're talking about is Memoria. Yes. And I do not know how to pronounce this director's name. Can you, do you know how to pronounce it? Uh, Apichatpong Wirasakakul. It's a very long sure. name. A, it's A P I C H A T P O N G. What do you think that is? Apichatpong? Sure, that sounds pretty good. And the last is W E E R A S E T H A K U L. Okay, I'd have to see that in order to. There you go. Uh, I would pronounce that. Okay, where is it? Oh, there it is. Oh, that's a that's a doozy. Isn't it? We're asafakul. There you we're go. We're asafakul. We're asafakul. Thank God, know. my little linguist friend here can say words that I only can imagine. So, we get to see a bunch. Of extended shots on random events that don't have any meaning, tied to other shots with the exact same thing. No. The story develops no characters or any real purpose. No. And then some aliens take off and we end the film. So just like most of his films, which I've seen more than I'd like to admit, mm -hmm. the story is boring, has no, no real purpose. Uh, and here I thought, and I think I even said this, that I could literally watch Tilda Swinton do nothing for two hours and still like it. Apparently I was Apparently wrong. you were wrong. Yes. I'm so sad about that. This movie was a terrible, terrible, boring rage. I hated almost everything about it. Other than every piece of cinematography was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And I think... Um, if there had been any character development, I might have liked it a little more. But it's a rage. This movie was the best movie of the festival. It does not surprise me. It was absolute it's a movie about nothing. pleasure to just Much sit like there <laughs> and let this movie just wash over you. Oh, I could bathe in this movie. I don't like taking baths, but I could bathe in this movie. Yeah. It you know, was when, it was so when they good. It was when Those they filmed long, him long static shots. Yeah, like when they showed him, I think it was maybe 7 minutes or maybe 8 minutes of him sleeping. Yeah, I thought Bryce's new was brilliant, awesome. right? Yeah, no, that was awful. Well, and that's the thing. You didn't know that he was sleeping. I thought he was dead. He was dead. And he was, but but, he wasn't. And I kind of wish he was. And then I kind of wish she was. And then I kind of wish everybody in the movie oh, was dead. I, so that it would end at any time. If there ever was character. I mean, how can you say that her character wasn't developed? There we was got nothing. She Okay, she woke. The movie starts with a bang. 
And then yeah. she goes on this. Well, it's not even a real journey oh, because it's a journey. sometimes she's on the journey, sometimes she's not on the journey. This was sometimes she's just going to the museum. This was to I see know. to go to them. Like I don't want to see her everyday life, which is already boring. And uh, then and how then how could you not want to see her everyday life? It was it was, it was not interesting. I had knew nothing about her. I knew nothing about all her relationships. I I thought at first, oh, is that her husband? So no, no, that's her. That's her brother-in-law. Oh no, that that other kid. That's no, that's her 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 nephew or niece or whatever it was. And then that oh, what that's her sister. Were you I was watching the movie. There, I learned nothing more about. What did you know more about her from the beginning to the end of that movie? Nothing. You learned nothing about her. You didn't know anything about what she did. You didn't know what she liked. You didn't know anything about her. You knew she went from one scene to the next. And then sometimes she'd go like, huh, I'm hearing a noise. And then she'd just move on to another scene. And then she might hear the noise. So maybe there was a little bit of suspense. It's like, in this scene, is she going to hear the noise? And then you wouldn't hear the noise. So it was kind of like, okay. I know. That's what's I known still as knew suspense, nothing more about yeah. her. I still knew nothing more about any character in the film. The only thing, the I would I would say the last twenty minutes when she ran into the alien dude, yeah, it was his story was interesting. His story, was and we knew a lot about him. But other than that, I got nothing to the point else. where I was like, "This movie can't get any better." And then we had that scene where she encounters. Yes, him. well, that was the only thing and that didn't make me scaling rage. shit fish. Yes, with like, a with a scale that not one scale came off the fish. I might add. Oh, okay, some scales. Came no, off. there was no scales coming oh, off. There were scales. No, no, the off. scales were there, but there was no scales actually coming off the fish. Yeah, he had that tool that he. Yes, and the it, fish it didn't with. work. It At did least work. no. Okay, all right. <laughs> I was watching. I didn't see one scale. Come off. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Why are we arguing and I've about I've used that? scalers and it doesn't look like that. Uh, oh. It was so, so as I say, it, I didn't think it could get any better than they had that scene and then they had the other scene in his cabin mm. and it just, the movie just, you think, okay, this can't get any better and then it would move on and it would get better and then you get, you think, this, there can't be a more beautiful shot than what I'm looking at right now and then you get a more beautiful shot and you, yeah, oh. I was just sitting there in awe of this movie. It's true. There was a lot of walking. I give you that. And there was so, there was some walking too, which there was, was walking, walking. Yeah. yeah. But it was yeah. uh, it was such a feast for the senses. I loved every frame of this movie. I just wish it was longer. Murray, if if you could have made it to the point where there was a traffic stop because they had to stop and do stuff something, I have no clue what. And sat there for five minutes while she waited for them to let her go past, which you never got to see her go past. They just stopped her to sit for five minutes in the car. That might have been the moment where you went, wow, this is a really good movie. I don't even know what. See, you don't even remember all the terrible scenes in this no, movie. You're just trying to remember the good, there, the things that bring you joy, was, which is watching a movie that nothing happens in the entire movie except for the last 10 minutes. Oh, it was it was really really good. Uh, Tilda Swinton just proved how mesmerizing she is. Yeah, I didn't find her mesmerizing. She, she almost was, this movie almost caused me to take her off the mesmerizing. Uh, you know not of what you speak. <laughs> All right, well let's move on because that was I I even uh, I after seeing the movie I couldn't talk for five minutes after seeing this. I was I was speechless as well. Yes, but I was speechless because I didn't want to open my mouth to allow the amount of rage I felt to come out. 
Last and First Men. Oh, yes, that was another Tilda Swinton <laughs> classic. <laughs> I loved hearing Tilda Swinton speak in that. A year ago, we saw another movie with her in it, <laughs> which was which so Jim good. and I absolutely hated. She actually wasn't in it. No, she, she just did the narration. She was the reason why we watched it. I'm thinking, and yeah, Bryce couldn't go, uh, couldn't say enough about how great it was. Oh, and Jim so and I good. absolutely hated it. No, I gave it a meh. So I did like the visuals. I now have a new rule: I'm not watching any more Tilda Swinton movies <laughs> at film festivals, unless Bill Murray's also in it. Unless Bill Murray is in it, or Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, there you go. Man. Or Dev Patel. You should see that one. This movie was so good. So bad. All right. We it saw. Was, don't get me wrong. It wasn't as good as Last and First Men, but it was right there. Those are the, 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 they, If you want to watch the two best Tilda Swinton movies ever, Last and First Men and Memoria. Yep. And in my opinion, her two worst movies. And drink lots of coffee. That's right. Um, so we're capping off today's with a movie we saw last night, which was The Beta Test. Mm. And, Marie, have you seen this one? I did. Okay, well, let's let you talk about this first. Did you love this movie? I didn't love the movie. I mean, it was pretty good. I honestly thought I had seen it because it sounded familiar like one I had previewed, but it, it wasn't because it was a UK movie and I did mostly American stuff. But, um, yeah, it had a, I think the opening was great. It got me right from the start. It's like... Lethal Weapon. It's like the first five minutes she dives off a balcony. Boom, you got me. I'm there. <laughs> it just didn't really hold the whole time. but And yeah, the ending was kind of disappointing. I'm like, really? That's how you're going to end the movie? Uh, but yeah, plenty of action in between. And yeah, good performances all around. Uh, it was just a meh. It wasn't a Mondo. All right. Bryce, why don't you go? What? Say something. The beta test. The beta test. I liked it. All right. How much did you like it? I uh, liked it a lot. Started off really, really fast. Uh, you got a typical Jim Cummings performance. Uh, he's he's kind of... I really love Jim Cummings. I'd like to see him play a different character, though, which he hasn't yet. Um, but when you're this good at playing this character, all right, because he played the same character in Thunder Road. He played the same character in The Wolf of... Uh, whatever it's called wolf of wolfness um so yeah um but having said that he does it so unbelievably good it's crazy um there are a lot of like big big laughs in this for me um really 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 funny stuff the story is is you know it's different and i kind of think that the one thing that it doesn't do is I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the ending either. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know even this is, but at the same, at the end of the day, I had such a good time up until the, and even the ending was fine. I just was hoping for more and you know what? It's their vision. They can do what they want with the ending, but I love how he's giving people a pass for, for a change. Yeah. He I'm, doesn't normally like to give anybody a pass. Well, the, the ending didn't annoy me to the point where like, it wasn't a bad ending. It was just an ending. Yeah. Um, but it was, uh, it was a really good film. Uh, it was very funny and, uh, I'm going to give it a Mondo. There you have it. All right. Well, I thought this was super, super funny. Um, and actually I'm going to give props to my boy Cameron because it was almost like, they saw Red Letter Day 
meets the TV show Mad Men. This is I what this sounded like. I believe to I me. actually mentioned that to somebody. Did you? That is very similar. Well, to uh, that's day. exactly what I felt on it. So, Cam, hope you're listening to our podcast because we're giving you shout out. Shout out. Um, it did. It it had that whole Scarlet Letter scenario. The film is he he was mesmerizing in this film. I could not stop watching him. Yeah. He was he was so what he so funny. He was just. It was like he would shift on a dime too. And because I'm a salesperson, you've got to do that. Yeah. But it was so. There was so many scenes where it was just so funny because. You'd be watching it and he'd be like, he'd be like drowning miserably and he would try and pivot. But what was funny is that as it moved forward in the film, it's like he would try that pivot that he should have done on the last time and he'd make it a little bit better. So by the time he got to the end, because he was trying to get information from people and tried to do his, that guy thing. uh, Hey, that guy. Um, and it wasn't working, but by the time he got to the end, he had it nailed. So it's like he was continually crafting his sales technique through the entire film. And yeah, I couldn't stop laughing all the way through this film. I absolutely loved it. It was Mondo for me. Cute. That's too bad, Mur. Didn't love it as much. Yeah, it was okay. It just, yeah, it had its moments. It was. It was funny. It was the funny. So uh, that's our wrap for today. Man, we talked a lot. There's a lot of films that we've, we've jammed through there. Um, make sure that uh, you check out Calgary International Film Fest at sifcalgary.ca. Uh, right, Mer? Yep. So we're going to be back with you maybe Friday, maybe Sunday. We're going to chat about that. So we want to thank you all for listening, our fantastic ragers. Some extra super rage love for our members. Uh, Juline from It Goes Down in the PM, from James and Philip for their continued financial and moral support. Thanks to the extended film rage crew of Leonard Conlon, Bex Goose, Tony, and Nat uh, for their artistic contributions on our show. You can check out their homes on our show notes. Thanks to our sponsor, Canyon Meadow Cinema. Please go and support your local independent cinemas near you as they desperately need your help through COVID. Find us on social media at Film Rage YYC. Follow us on Audia, which is A-U-D-E-A dot I-O and search Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Red Bubble and Tea Public. We are always wanting to make this a raging glass for our listeners. So please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare to see terrible moose to fuel our rage. But no matter what you do, please make us rage. Please. Please. That's it for today in this special SIF episode. Rage on. Rage on. <laughs>